going on, everybody? Recently on Disney+, Plus, WandaVision Episodes 1 and 2 came out. Let's talk about Episode 1 on this episode of the Gaming and Show Podcast. This episode of the Gaming Intro Podcast is sponsored by my Twitch channel. If you just can't get enough of my voice in your ear, you can stop by my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash DerekGNC. We play random games, talk a lot, and just generally have fun. So if you're into that kind of thing, and again, you like the soothing timbre of my voice, then feel free to stop by, say hi, And let me know what you think of the podcast and what you think of the game I'm playing or the stream that I'm doing. I hope to see you there. Let's get back to the podcast. WandaVision recently came out, and it is an homage to all things classical sitcom. I mean, it's black and white, there's a laugh track. Heck, the first episode was actually filmed in front of a live studio audience, much like the old sitcoms were. And they even did some film techniques that actually are very reminiscent of actual black and white films back in the day. Thinking specifically of The Addams Family, which the house was painted technicolored because it appeared better on black and white. Because in this episode, Paul Bettany, Vision, is actually painted blue instead of red because blue looked better in black and white, much like the Adams Family house was painted many colors to look better. There's so many references to classical television that I genuinely love. Yes, some people might find the laugh track a little grating, and I can understand. There is a reason why the laugh track was eventually just phased out in modern sitcoms and modern comedy. There are still some that still do it. Uh, At one point, I believe, Big Bang Theory still did it. But for the most part, most television shows, they stopped using a laugh track. For good reason. It's grating. You gotta pause for everyone to stop laughing or whatever. You just gotta kind of go with it. But I don't think we'll be seeing the laugh track for the entire time for the show. Now, this episode is only dedicated to talking about episode one of the WandaVision. And let me start by saying, it's a joy. There are so many nods to classic television show from the old trope of the boss is coming to dinner and the wife doesn't know. That is a classic 1960s standard plot. Heck, it's part of comedy radio shows when those were a thing. Honestly, it is a such an integral part of classic comedy sitcoms that you can't even identify like it comes from here because it's impossible. Now, some of the other stuff is very easy to identify where it came from, such as the house is actually decorated the exact same way is the Dick Van Dyke house. Because even then, they pay an homage to that 
when Vision nearly trips over a chair, much like in the opening of The Dick Van Dyke Show. There's a lot of homage to those classic TV shows. I'm really looking forward to watching more of them, because as a kid, I spent a lot of time watching classic sitcoms like I Love Lucy, uh, Leave it to Beaver, Mr. Ed. I watched a lot of them with my great-grandfather watching over him and taking care of him as much as he was taking care of me. It's really interesting to get to see those and go, I remember things and that homage. It's really cool. Now, one of the other tropes that they use in here is that Vision, he doesn't know what the company actually does that he works for. Which is absolutely a trope that is used in classic sitcoms. What does the what does the protagonist's uh, job do? Don't really know. Do they produce? Don't know. Do they create? Don't know. Do they sell? Who knows? It's really kind of cool that they directly point that out with Vision asking, "Well, do we buy and sell? No. Do we produce? No. Then what are we actually doing?" I think that that's not only something that is tropey in classic sitcoms, but I think if a lot of people are honest, and they're probably their office jobs, a lot of people don't actually know what they do. They know how to do it. They may know how to do it very well, but they don't know what they're actually doing. So I think that's really kind of a look back and a look forward in a weird sort of way. I think it's really interesting. So, in this episode, they even have, like, a fake commercial that is a Stark toaster. Yes, the very same Tony Stark. And it actually makes the Iron Man power, the suit power down sound when the commercial is over. So, I think that it's definitely pointing to some things that will be more succinctly said in episode two. So, I'm not going to touch on those spoilers, but I think it is touching on some ideas that maybe something is not as it seems and that we should probably be keeping an eye out. Even the commercials have things in there. So it's really kind of cool that they have so many different ideas and they even have one of my favorite classic, like sitcom, in my opinion, classic sitcom actresses. And I say that because this actress was actually in that 70s show, a show that I watched a lot growing up. They have Deborah Jo Rupp. A lot of people would know her as Kitty Foreman from that 70s show. And as soon as she came on screen, I was like, oh my God, it's Kitty. You can ask my wife. I absolutely lost my mind about that because I like that 70s show. And that was a perfect touch right there. It kind of, in a weird way, it kind of points back to, hey, this is an old classic television show. This is something that is going to be going forward. So there's a lot of stuff in here that I truly enjoy. Now, this episode, there's not a lot of super narrative pushing forward. But again, that goes back to sitcoms. Sitcoms didn't have overarching arcs. They didn't have an Infinity Stone saga or an Ultron saga. No, they, they just had episode by episode by episode by episode, which is why it works so well in syndication. 
for those who don't know, maybe part of the 21st century, or they might be of the, what is it, boomer, not boomer, zoomer or whatever generation, syndication is when a show goes on reruns. When you're able to flip on the television and you're able to watch an episode that is not airing new. So it definitely helps in the the syndication idea that there is no overarching story here. There kind of is some threads, but as a whole, no. There are some things that I think that we'll see going forward, and only in looking backwards in hindsight will we go, oh my gosh, that was totally a clue. I think that I've seen a few of those clues when characters repeating the same words, like, stop it, or as, you know, dramatic choking scenes in this episode. I think we'll see, we'll understand those more in hindsight, but in the, in the terms of this episode alone, there is not a lot of overarching stuff, and that is okay. Again, it points back to the old sitcoms, but also it kind of reminds me of how the original Iron Man didn't do a whole lot of setting up of things. It was just like, here's Iron Man, we hope you like it, cool, there's some references to stuff, but we're not overarchingly setting uh, MCU up. It's just a movie. And this is just an episode that is very reminiscent of old classic 60s, 70s sitcoms. So going forward, I think this ep- the this show is going to be really cool because it's going to be different. It's not going to be like Mandalorian where it's going to be highfalutin and like all over the universe and now we're setting something up. I think that WandaVision may set something up, but I think it's going to do it very differently. I think it's going to be one of those by the end of the series where we're going to go, oh my gosh, I this opens up a world, this opens up an idea, or it opens up a character. Truthfully, that's what's going to be interesting. Opening up Wanda and the Vision. Because these characters we kind of don't know a lot about. We know that Vision was technically created by Ultron, who was created by Bruce Banner and Tony Stark. We kind of know a little bit about uh, Wanda Maximoff, but we don't know a lot, to be honest. We just kind of know that she was a bad guy in Age of Ultron, and then she wasn't. And that's that's it. That's, that's all we really know. So I'm really interested to see where this is going to go with that. It wasn't that obscenely long of an episode. I believe it was only like, 45 minutes at most. So I'm really looking forward to where it's going to go with this. So there's not a lot to go off. It was only 27 minutes. So there's not a lot to go off of because there's not an overarching stuff. Now, let me know if you're watching the show. Are you looking forward to it? What are you looking for in this series that'll make it worth it? That'll make it amazing. Is there something about the show that you don't like, that you do like? Let me know down in the comments below, or hit me up on Twitter, at DerekGNC. Let me know what you think of this series, and let's talk about it. Let's have some fun with this series, as much as this series is having fun with the MCU. So, until next time, I hope that you stay awesome and stay tuned.
Peace. Thanks for tuning into the Gaming and Chill podcast. We hope you liked it. It would be really helpful if, on your given listening platform, you were to leave a comment and give us a rating. For more on the Gaming and Chill podcast, you can visit our website at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com. And from there, you can read anime and game reviews that are not on this podcast. You can also find links to all of our social media where you can follow us. Thank you again for tuning in, and we hope to hear from you soon. Cheers!